Welcome everyone to a Tuesday News Day with me and Sinzar. Hey Sinzar. How's it going? It's good. It's good. I'm a bit, uh, you know, mystified here because before the uh, recording, you were saying how this is a good week. And I was like, wow, this is such a lackluster week. So this is going to be very, very interesting uh, to see why why I am wrong. Because obviously I'm wrong. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yes. <laughs> no, nobody is surprised. Like literally nobody is surprised. Okay. Um, but should we maybe then kick it off with the banner, right? Okay. Um, so there is one unit on this banner that I have heard a lot about in conjunction with Dragoons, which is uh, Ricard and uh, Vivern? Vivern? Yes. So, yeah, he's, um, he's a Windlock Dragoon. Uh, basically basically almost the same as Kane. He is true dual wield instead of double hand. But um, yeah, he's a, he's a Windlock Dragoon. He jumps and that is literally it. He jumps. But I heard that he improves other dragoons or am i wrong here yes that is correct um his stmr is a helm that adds 30x to jumps his card is uh it adds 40x to jumps so that is 70x modifier to all dragoons that wear both of these and this is just the start of like the dragoon power-ups because kimari and riku in the future do the same thing and all of these work together to make dragoons like just Omega powerful burst damage. Really? Oh, I love this. Now this is making me excited. So mm-hmm. as a Roberta fanboy deluxe, I definitely want uh, uh, Ricard then, right? Yes. So at EX3 with whale gear, um, Roberta with Ricard's card and STMR will do basically identical damage to Knights of Grandchild. Identical. Ooh. While being, you know, elementally fully flexible. While being elementally flexible and bringing her entire support kit at the same time to the party. Holy shit. Okay. Well, I mean, I have no lapis, though. Oh, that's a problem. But in the future, (laughs) as we also get Kimari and Riku's gear as well, Roberta and all the other Dragoons are going to keep going higher and higher and higher. Wow. But okay, so first of all, the card, like, this is a Final Fantasy II mainline game, so this card will eventually be added to the um, card purchase pool, right? The premium ticket thing. Probably, but I would assume that's going to be distant future, but probably at some point, yes. Yeah, yeah. so there, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, there's a second chance for me to get this in some way, at least, right? Um, yes. Wow, I would really want to pull this unit. So unfortunately, this, it's the Final Fantasy II banner, so it's it's a double Envy banner, right? Um, yes. But before we go to the other unit, so Rickard is really like a must-pull for starting the new Dragoon meta, it sounds like, right? To get this if, superpower. If you plan to go heavy on Dragoons, then yes, you're going to want Rickard, or you're going to want a copy of Rickard per Dragoon on the team, Holy um, if shit. you want to go all in. Yeah, and if you really want to go all in, you got to pull the future Riku and Kamari as well. So it can certainly get very expensive to keep chasing this Dragoon meta. But um, if you decide to do so, it's very powerful. Wow. I mean, I would love to keep making Roberta uh, more and more relevant. So this is definitely something I'm willing to do. Um, if I had the Lapis, of course, but I don't. So yeah, there's that. Let's see. Uh, otherwise, not much to say, right? So it's basically a cane, but with wind and... Is there any other element or just wind? Uh, no, in shift? He, he's, lo- he's locked to just wind. And I guess I will say that um, he is the second highest burster on global behind Kane because Kane with Ricard's gear 
will once again jump to the literal number one slot above all the new units we just got. He's going to pass up all the Dragon Quest stuff. He's going to pass up Knights of Grand Shell with, with Ricard's gear. And Ricard is number two right behind Kane. Wow. All right. Very cool. I, I mean, I, I have to say, like, I love Dragoon meta. I th- I've always loved Dragoons in this game. I have such fantastic memories of, of uh, Sid, like, that was actually, like, we didn't talk about it much back then because we didn't know much. Well, or, 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 I mean, there was some of us that knew, but, like, Sid was basically, like, the strongest unit in the game for a year and a half, right? Like, m- maybe more. A whale geared yeah. Sid was, like, yeah. utterly broken. He was. The, the, the problem with that was it was also at a time where that didn't matter because while Sid did do, let's just make up a number, 5 billion burst damage, uh, 1 billion burst damage with OTK, OTK trials anyway, and there was no dark visions. So true, true, it true. was just overkill for the sake of overkill. Yeah, but, but you yeah. know, like, hey, E-Pin is E-Pin, you know? You have to, you have to respect the E-Pin. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but very cool, very cool. So I'm definitely going to do dailies on this banner and hope that I pull a Ricard so that my Roberta can soar even higher. Very cool. And I mean, I guess like Ricard himself is actually pretty fucking powerful. So there's that too. Uh, Number two, as you said. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's another envy on the banner. It's Emperor of Palamecia. Um, So is this the Emperor, Emperor, Emperor? Like I'm not good at Final Fantasy II, so I'm assuming this is the same Emperor. It's the same Emperor. It's just a, 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 a reskin. So Chair Meta is back. He's uh, in a throne, as I can see. Uh, I, I, w- I wouldn't call him meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, interesting. So he's an SLB unit. Is he good? No, not really. <laughs> of course, he's a mage. A, he, actually, he's a he's debuffer. Been, actually, he's not even a mage. If he was a mage, he'd be arguably good. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bad breaker. His damage is trashed here. And uh, he brings a 160 wind in peril and a 35 rod in peril. So other than having the highest wind and peril in the game, um, he's a throwaway unit, unfortunately. Oh, so is he like one of the elemental copies uh, of the elemental breakers, or is he different? Uh, no, because we've actually gone through that cycle, and now we're starting over from square one. This is the first of the next wave of copy-paste. So we're going to get the a version of, just like him, we're going to get the um, like the fire version with, uh, with Vaughn, Etc. They basically did the whole cycle all over again. A shitty breaker, a shitty unit that just has one single niche, and now it's a 160 in peril. So okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. Okay, so that's that's what it is. All right, all right. Um, okay, interesting, interesting. Um, so Emperor is first out, and Emperor is wind. Which I don't know. I mean, again, I haven't played the original game, but our previous Emperor was fucking fire. So I don't know why. Uh, it's why this well, it. It, it, it is true to the lore. Um, fire was his thing in battle, but uh, one of the big things in Final Fantasy II was Emperor summoning the Cyclone, the Pandemonium Fortress, and he controlled the winds. So yeah, it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense, all right. So this makes me want to uh, revisit Final Fantasy II. D- didn't we also get quite a recent uh, remake of Final Fantasy II for like high-end gra- or not high-end graphics, but a remake? Uh... I think it had like a, a re-release or something. Yeah, I didn't play it. I don't really know, but I think I heard that. Hmm, might check it out. Might check it out. Okay, interesting. All right, so Emperor is basically bad breaker, but with a big dick uh, wind in peril. Um, what are, like, is Bulwark still our best wind support unit? Um, Bulwark uh, or Bart or Mermaid Freeze, you're all pretty much identical. They all, they all do 45% amp. 
Right, and then you'd pair them with Emperor to do some lackluster damage and also a bigger Imperil, right? Yeah, yeah. The the, the, the thing I was really expecting Global to I don't know why I expected this, was for him to boost his breaks to the Global meta of 90%, but they didn't, so yeah. So what is he at, like 87, 88? Uh, he's at 88 on his Magnus, 89 on his SLB for Spirit only, so single stat break. Okay. Yeah. Well, well 89, he break, he break, like... He break, he, he breaks the other stats too, but at, at lower percentages. Right, and I mean, 89, of course, yeah, it's 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 not meta, 90 is meta, but he might be worth bringing over like Luis or Lightning given his big imperil, right? He, he could be, and the big reason is he also does rod imperil, the 35%. So exactly. th- this, this, so that, yeah, he, I guess I'm maybe being harsh saying he's useless because he probably is going to be showing up pretty often on like the mage stages where you're bringing all mages and you want that rod imperil. Because you don't really want to bring, like, Aerith or Realm. So bringing Emperor can be, you know, worth it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, big big Imperil. I mean, big Imperil for, for Wind as well, if it's a Wind stage, would probably make him a best-in-slot for that type of team, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. interesting. And then finally, we also get an NVA. So Guy is getting upgraded to an NVA. Isn't Guy a four-star? He is, right? A three-star. Three-star, even. Okay. So mm-hmm. is Guy good? Uh, no, I mean, not, I mean, he's functional. He's a, he's a physical tank, but like, he's one of another tank. Physical. What's happening yeah. in this game? Exactly. He's, he's basically, he's basically a bonus unit for the week and then you'll never use him again. Oh, okay. Shame, shame. Nothing good that to be- say about STMRs or TMRs or anything? Yes. No. no, the STMR is amazing. You want to make oh. as many of these, as, as many of these STMRs as you can. So if you have like 12 copies of guy, don't make an EX3, make three STMRs. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay, it's, it's, so it's, 100% it's, HP, there's 500 attack and defense for FF2 units, and 75% uh, magic and physical human killer. Okay, this is yeah, a the, very decent STMR. The 100% HP and the killer works for everybody, so exactly. that is universal. Yeah. And it has 45 and attacks, the, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like, it's not the, it's not a super high attack on it, but it's definitely good enough when you're gearing for human killer. This could be best in slot for your for your build, given, and, well, depending on the unit. And for tanks as well, 55 yeah. defense and 100% HP. It's really good. Wow, okay. Yeah, great tip, actually. Thank you for saying that. So don't go, like, EX3 with Guy. Just make as many um, copies of uh, his uh, STMR instead. Is he pullable from the friend summons? No, no. He's he, he, he's a he's a normal unit that is just a three-star gotcha unit. But he is in the purged pool, which means you have not been able to pull him for the past three years, except from the the old style EX tickets. It's the only way you could have gotten a guy. Yeah. Um, but when these units get Neo Visions awakened, they get re-added to the general pool. So you'll start getting guys in your normal pools from now on as okay. well. Yeah, I, I guess I have zero guys because I've been just auto-merging. So I'm guessing, you know, like I, ha- I have probably one with 100% TMR or something. Let's see. <laughs> uh, okay. But that's good. Very good highlight there on the STMR. People keep keep in mind. Um, we didn't say much about the the cards. Maybe there's not much to say. They seem to be very standard oh. fare. Or well, I mean, we My didn't God. talk about Rickard's card, right? Well, that card. But you're are you are you are you overlooking the most important thing of the entire week? Oh yeah, it's it's I'm gonna step on you, Fina. Uh, card. Yes. Okay. What is this? A dazzling demoness card. It's this an exchange the- ticket. Oh, the it's the best card we've ever gotten. 
So wait, wait. So it's one of those where you go to step six on. Oh, oh, it's one of those. It's a GLEX card. Step six on the step up, right? And yes. what is this card? Um, uh, so Broken. It's, it is like okay. So one hundred and twenty magic base. That's really good, right? Five hundred flat magic. That's good. Um, two killers, insects and aquatics, one hundred percent, and MP consumed by abilities, fifty percent. Uh, oh, is this a, a lightning STMR as well? Yes. And yep. full uh, or and two hundred percent TDH. And you missed the one hundred percent magic as well. Also, the MP stuff. It's base MP, flat MP, and one hundred percent MP and MP reduction. And that's going to be a big deal in the future because the I way mean, the game hey, is this is like this is going to make Oliveira OP. What the fuck? Oliveira, Roberta. Ibarra, Yigni, basically all the mages that are Brave XPS, it's amazing for. And even for the non-Brave XPS mages, like Angela and stuff, this is still amazing for. But they I mean, this is a must-have. Like, imagine how how powerful this is for Roberta that has a hard time gearing for TDH, will now get free 200% TDH with this card, alongside with all the other juicy bonuses. It's like, this is amazing. Yes, this card is absolutely insane completely completely insane okay wow so now this game is slowly becoming true pay to win because like if i wanted this card i would have to shell out a lot of 28, lapis right Twenty-eight thousand lapis holy so that's what you were you were saying before like i'm gonna be at least twenty-eight thousand lapis short now i know what you meant you're going all in for this card right and yeah. i'm assuming this step up ends before we get the rewards from the vision world right probably uh no it shouldn't because vision world um Okay, so let's do the math. So Vision World is still Ends open next, next week, week, right? Then two weeks. So, oh yeah, so yeah, it will be closed. Right. That sucks. I will not have at least the 10k lapis to help me on this step up. And I mean, buying 28k lapis, that's a lot of money. That's definitely not something I'm going to do. But wow, like this is, this is one of those, this is a one-time opportunity to get this card. And it is absolutely broken. Really, really good card. <laughs> wow. Okay, now I'm feeling bad. Like, like, this is the type of stuff that gives me anxiety. Like, now I feel like buying Lapis. But the thing is, again, buying 28k Lapis, that's not something... That's not something you do, like, on a whim. It's it's still pretty expensive. Can someone in chat tell me how much 28k Lapis costs in dollars? Because, like, I, I think just, it's... If you just buy it directly for USD, I think it's 18000 per $100. So it's something like $175. USD. Holy shit! Yeah, that's too much money. Oh my god, I could I could buy so much ice cream for one hundred seventy dollars. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Okay, okay, but all right, all right. Listen, I need to move on because otherwise I'm just gonna be tempted to to spend money. Uh, so we have an event, Nightmare of Castle Palamacia. Is that a mod king? It's a mod king. Yes. Right. Uh, anything worth mentioning? We are getting a guy at least, so there's that. Um, but um, anything like of the gear that's worth mentioning? I mean, not really. The gear is like whatever. Uh, someone in someone in chat earlier, I think it was Necro maybe, or someone did mention that uh, the spear can give anyone a one thirty thunder in peril, so it could be useful in a support unit or something. That's so, good. That's good. I did see that. I was thinking of Sakura myself, but the thing is, uh, it's not going to be part of any multicast, so it's it's still going to suck. But we're going to get back to the whole imperil thing uh, soon uh, that we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, there is a uh, grandis. Wait, there's a grandis materia in this event, actually, called Hellfire. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's 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 a really low modifier, so it's you're not going to use it. 
but is it is it at least a good imperil? Like, is it? Uh, it's either one twenty or one thirty fire imperil. I forget the exact amount. Um, okay. actually, it's right here. It's one hundred and twenty percent. It's one hundred and twenty fire oh. imperil AOE. Not super bad, I guess. Right. And the damage is forty eight x. So oh, it's okay, like nothing. the same thing as casting Farega. <laughs> right. Right. And then we're getting a Chronicle Battle. Captain, this is a true chron Chronicle Battle, right? The 10 levels yes. and uh, you get 1k mm -hmm. Lapis from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anything worth mentioning here? I guess this is the Furion's Bow upgrade, right? Yeah, this is this is Furion's Chronicle. This is like the final bit of the Furion puzzle if you want to, if you really want to use him. So, you know, where's Shadow Walker at? Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, you still need mm -hmm. like all the materia from this banner too, right? Because there is some flat yeah. attack materia for Final Fantasy II units here, so... Yeah, so Ricard's TMR, Guy's STMR, and Furion's Bow is an additional 2,000 attack power for Furion and 50 LB damage over what he has today. Right, so, right. So he might actually be decent. Or I, I heard he's becoming pretty strong, right? He is, he is good. Um, with all the power-ups and if Return Fiend is on the party, he did slightly higher damage than Knights of Grandchild on JP. But global buff Knights of Grand Shout, so he won't pass Knights of Grand Shout even with all in for Furion. And Knights of Grand Shout is already power crept by Dragon Quest, and Dragon Quest is already power crept by Kane and Ricard with the new gear. So yeah. Right, okay. So okay. But still strong unit, right? And and I mean Furion isn't element locked either, right? He's not. Correct. Which is quite nice. Uh, that could be like, I mean, if, if, if you luck out, like all you need is literally one Ricard, because the guy you're gonna get in some way, right? Uh, we're probably mm -hmm. going to get uh, at least a guy STMR usually in the mog shop. So yeah, we are. Um, so if you pull a Ricard, you're going to get a elementalless non SLB bullshit unit uh, that actually does very decent, very decent damage, right? Yeah. Just keep in mind that for his good damage, he kind of needs return Fina because of the yeah, bow he and the he's going to need. Do, mm -hmm. Who is the second strongest source of bow? Is that like, does Kaito have bow? Oh, in, in Clash of Wills, he does, not outside of Clash of Wills. Oh, right. uh, Fury himself does Bow and Peril, but the problem is, because of the, the, the modifier boost and the stacking, and his, his Bow and Peril is on the wrong form LB. So you got to use the shift form, use his modifier boost, go to the base form, use the base form LB. It's a stacking LB. It'll reset the shift. It doesn't work. He, he, so he can't do his own Bow and Peril. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember somebody telling me about this. I remember somebody telling me about this. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, for all those, like, three Furion fans out there in the world, <laughs> congratulations. Um, so uh, we're also getting, like, uh, the Rainbow Hooded Man is back again for the 15th time. Actually, it's not the 15th time, because he comes back every anniversary, and this is, what, the 6th, 7th? For what? global, I think, 6th, I think. 6th, I right. think. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be some type of a challenge event where we're going to get some type of trash item um if we fight him i think uh yeah this um it's a little weird it says it fills morale gauge at the start of the battle not at the oh, start of the turn i missed that okay yeah yeah so that means it's only a one time per battle effect so i'm assuming that means it's a really huge boost to morale to start off so like you'd start at like you know 120 percent instead of 90 i don't know uh, I'm just i mean you know gear from this type of event has always been absolute garbage though like I think then, like it's it's fifty morale at the start of battles. That, that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> that is also quite possible. It could be. In that case, it's worthless. Yeah. Well, it would be nice if it's like you know a thousand, for instance, or, or something like that. That that would be nice. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm just guessing probably it isn't. And then uh, let's talk about the... We do get some ability upgrades. It seems like... So the standard Thunder ability seems to also be doing an Imperil and LB fill for the caster. That's that's very interesting. But you mentioned, Senzar, this is actually supposed to happen with all level 1 spells. Yes, it's also late. Um, JP updated, you know, JP does these frequent, like, you know, old stuff updates, and they updated Black Magic, they've been updating Black Magic constantly over time, and they finally got around to updating the level 1 spells, and they made all of them, so fire, water, thunder, etc. They gave them a 100% imperil, which is not not the greatest, but it's level 1 spell, and it gives, like, I think 4 LB for the caster, so if you, you know, double cast, that's 8 LB, etc. Okay. Uh, yeah, but Global is apparently just doing one and ignoring the other five. I wonder so. why. Like, I mean, why just not give us all the basic mage spells? It's just a nice tool for players. Uh, that, that, that's so weird. And now my question is, does uh, does uh, summon, uh, does Sakura, Sage of Thunder Sakura, have Thunder in her spell list? I, I don't think she has, actually. No. She only She's has th- Thundaja and Thundaga. She's supposed to have burst in her spell list, which is I a know. 135 in peril. But, but and... you know, like, we know this company, they put in effort to remove content. So Sakura doesn't have burst, um, which would make too much sense for her to have burst. It would, because it would be such a, so much better unit. Like, that was one of the things I was struggling with in, in this, uh, to cap this uh, vision world. Or cap, but just get like party a party together is like Sakura is so hard to put in because of that lack of imperil, and I don't have Esther or any or, or any of the Dragon Quest units. So like, yeah. if she had that, she would be so much more useful as a unit. Uh, she does not have it. But that being said, um, if you're using her, you're probably using her on Ramu for the field, and Ramu the Esper does have thunder. Yeah, so but then it's on, not part of her multicast though, and that's the problem. That, that is correct. It will not be. So, so it's it's like I mean, so since since Sakura is one of the classic ampers, she doesn't have an imbue on her uh, LB, meaning that the the you know the best setup is basically like you know evoke Ramu, LB, and then one turn spending to actually do the imbue as well. So you need like three turns of setup to gain maximum power from these units. Nicole only needs two because he only needs to summon Leviathan, and well, actually no, sorry, Nicole needs three. Sakura would need four. Because Nickel can summon Leviathan, he can uh, use the LB, and then he can multicast Flood together with his Imbue. Correct. So that sucks a bit. That sucks a bit. I really wish they would fix that. Um, Yeah, and then finally, we're getting now the countdown to anniversary. We seem to be getting some type of tickets every day. Three tickets. Yay. Are we going to, like, are they summon tickets? Oh, they are. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, just regular summon tickets, so between three three star all the way up to envy. Potentially. So they are ex tickets, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So why <laughs> why make a ticket for this? Why just not yeah. give away three ex tickets every day? Okay, yeah, weird. Yeah, that doesn't really make a whole lot. Of I guess that way you can't hoard them for like the future. I don't know. True. That is that is I guess one point. But I feel like this game has so many banners and systems and weird things. Like it, it's it's overload. Like I I can't imagine being a new player today. Like can you imagine being a new player today and being like just slammed in the face by this giant dick of mechanics? Uh, yes, I can understand exactly how that feels. Uh, I was just talking to some friend earlier. Um, 
just it's kind of kind of off topic, but I, I returned to Path of Exile after not playing it for five years. And even though I had played it for years before taking a break for five years, going back, I am just lost, lost with all the new mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's kind of um, I, I definitely feel that that's that's can't be good for, you know, game health. Right. Like if you're trying to get new players in that, that's going to be really, really hard to get in. Uh, nice though. I did not know you were a PoE player. I also played PoE, but a long time ago as well. Like I have not played in several years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dima's saying Path of Exile GLEX podcast crew. Yeah, no, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Like, but PoE, like I love that type of game because because it, it, it's like it's kind of like if you if you're doing crochet or pixel art, it's kind of like it requires so little brain function where you can just listen to music and grind, and it's just so chill. I love that experience. Mm-hmm. We should get something like that in FFB, but that's actually worth something because right now I feel like most grind is just necessary what, you evil. Mean, you mean something that you can brainlessly grind in Brave Exvius? Isn't that like 99% of the game? <laughs> well, yes. No, no, I mean, you're right, but I'm also hoping for something, you know, so the thing about PoE is that, you know, during a season, you're grinding to get something you're grinding to get something permanent, and I would say, or or for that season, um, th- that's actually in a way useful. Whereas nowadays, you know, when we have item world, we're grinding item world for the weapons we have. But there is no, I don't know, there's no holy grail. Like imagine if there was like a one millionth of a chance to get like a hundred flat attack uh, on a weapon um, in item world, and you can just do item world all day. Like that would that would probably be something. I would just be doing while watching shows, listening to stuff. <laughs> Don't give me ideas in chat. Okay, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Actually, never mind. I'm not sure I like this idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Never mind. Gumi, you heard nothing. Let's let's not kid ourselves. Gumi is listening. Um, okay, but I guess very interesting banner. So so I went from unhyped to anxious. Anxious because I really feel like I want Ricard, and I really really fucking feel like I want that card. Holy shit, that's a good card. Like, going into TDH meta, where we want to be TDHing all of our mages um, that are not TDH already, this card is going to be a godsend. Like, wow. Yeah. Some, some, some people were talking about the card in chat earlier, and, um, like, it is kind of true that most of the mages are still not worth it even after variants. For me, the big standout for this card is Roberta. Roberta right. is going to absolutely love this card, and Roberta is absolutely top-tier meta in Clash of Wills still. So she is going to love this card so much. And that's why I personally am hyped for the card. Yeah. Yeah, just a lot of fucking lapis. But hey, let's let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Mm. All right. I think that's it for this week, right? Pretty much, yeah. We've still got uh, we still got part. Oh, I guess I guess we didn't mention that the maintenance is 10 hours, which is oh. kind of like a sig- kind of like a signal that this is the client update for the month, which means this week is magic variance, which means Ooh. um if you didn't cap Vision World yet, take a break. Go back tomorrow after or Thursday after Magic Variants, and that'll help you cap if you're using any kind of magical damage dealers like Baran, Pop, etc. They'll do a lot more damage on Thursday. Is anyone using Pop? Like I was like, I really have a hard time. I was so sad because I've actually started watching the anime, and now I'm starting to like these characters a lot. Although I started <laughs> watching the anime because I shittered the units in FFBs. It's kind of backwards. Um, but Pop, like, I was looking at the whale spreadsheet, and he is really underwhelming. 
pop 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 should be pretty good as long as uh you got oh, variants. Because, okay it was updated for variants now okay actually wait take i take back what i said he actually does fucking decent damage what the shit yeah fine the pop problem with pop is he's locked to he's hard locked to two elements at the same time yeah, yeah. which is frequently a handicap but sometimes it's fine yeah it's nice yeah i'm just looking at the numbers wow this is this this does shift up the meta quite nice like i like this move like what they did here is actually shift up the meta a bit and i think it it basically brings brings improvements honestly like i think this is this is healthy for the game right or is anybody you know is anybody hating this change uh mages have been trashed here for six years i am glad they're finally not gonna be right right yeah That'd be the, I think this is this is I, I think this is amazing. Honestly, I think this is amazing. I just I, I see that he didn't update the calcs for sorcerers or Noah. I'd love to see that because I'm assuming she's gonna get some power too. But wow, okay, pop pops off actually. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, know, I mean he's actually really strong. He he falls just behind Roberta for magic yeah. TDH. Holy shit! Mm -hmm. But yeah, as you said, like sure. I mean you have to fit it in two fucking elements and obviously like for a fight like vision world where you're like locked to a single element he loses a lot of his power but like bringing him on a final fight i mean like looking at this spreadsheet so again given like yes this these are whale numbers you know don't try this at home kids but i mean he actually fucking does more damage than knights of grandchild yeah the problem too is he kind of needs a rod and peril as well and like on a final boss you're usually not going to have that available yeah, who are our sources aside from Emperor? It's Realm, right? We have... Uh... Uh, Emperor, Realm, and Aerith. Oh, Aerith. Cetra Aerith, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are tricky units to bring. They really are. Um, and I guess, like, he can't, like... Could he wear... Does he have to use his STMR? Like, could he wear something else? Um, like, <sighs> Fravia Sword or some shit? I think the STMR gives some flat stats, but I'm, I'm sure if you don't have a Rod in Peril, it's still worth swapping it out for something you do have a Peril in Force, like for every sword. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and he's one of those units that could actually use um, Sakura's Spear as well. Um, so that's good. Yes. Um, yes. He's, he's pure magic. Wow. Okay. This makes me so happy for this like banner. Okay. Now we're talking about the Dragon Quest banner again, but wow. Okay. So Pop is really fucking strong. This is so good. Uh, this, uh, this is going to be great. Like, I mean, he's like, what, 10% behind Dark Rain with variants. That's, I mean, that's top tier. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fun. Very good. Fun. So super great news. We are probably getting mage variants this week. Awesome. Okay. But now we're done, right? We haven't forgotten anything. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. All right. Thanks, everyone, for chilling. A lot of people joined today, so it seems like a lot of people were hyped for this banner. Maybe. Probably not for FF2, though, I hope. Well, probably also the the, the time we're recording. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's slightly better time for time zones all over the world. True, true. But, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, thanks for chilling, everyone, and thanks, Sinzar. Indeed. See you next time. See ya.